0: My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome back to the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast where I share about Vedic Astrology and how you can apply it to your life, relationships, work, health, all areas of life. And today I'll be talking about can you be your own astrologer and how to be your own astrologer and is that even a good idea? And if you are going to do it, if you're like me, because you probably just want to know this stuff anyway and you're going to eat it all up. And you're going to search for things, and you're going to have questions, uh, like I did. Uh, so, what do you do when you start to become your own astrologer, even if people say you shouldn't? So, talk about that today in this episode. And if you want to see what else I'm up to, I'm leading a teacher training. My online yoga teacher training opens twice a year. The next one will be just a month after this goes live in March 2020. You can find out more information on that at QuietMindYoga/confidence, where I'll be leading a free workshop. Called the three mindset shifts to build confidence in teaching yoga, whether you want to be a teacher or not. It's very helpful to learn all that stuff, which is very much intertwined with Vedic astrology. They have they share their source, their origin in the Vedas, the oldest source text of wisdom in the Vedic culture and Indian culture. It's over three thousand years old. Some people say much older, but at the very least from 1700s B.C.E so in those texts they talk about what jyotish is the science of light and how you can apply it to your life and how you study the movement of the bodies and the stars and the constellations and how they affect us so today's episode can you really uh, analyze that yourself right and this is a tradition that's passed down generation to generation and it's very thorough and it takes some people say many lifetimes to really even begin to learn this stuff And I feel like I'm very much a student. I'm not an expert. I would not call myself an expert in Vedic astrology, but I found it incredibly helpful, and I've done a lot of my own research and my own self-study to have realizations, and I've learned a lot from teachers, but I've had to put a lot of the pieces together myself. So in short, to answer the question, can you be your own astrologer? I say yes, with some caveats of you want to make sure that you're not the only person being your astrologer you want to have a teacher so there's three things that i've really laid out in this episode and the first one is have a teacher or guidance of some sort i provide that with the monthly horoscopes here and w- lessons here on the podcast uh, almost every week so things that you can have perspective and different insights on Uh, But again, I don't have all the pieces, and I'm not perfect, Uh, and other teachers will have other pieces, so I encourage you to check out other teachers and other books that I recommend. I have some links in the show notes to two of my favorite astrology books that are great places to start, and there's great teachers all over YouTube, and of course my partner Christine, she hosts the podcast as well, Uh, uh, it's called Astrology Now, where you can learn all about her perspective on astrology, and we're all going to have different insights and different pieces of the puzzle Uh, To point to our own understanding of these things. And some people will be more helpful to your perspective than others. So I encourage you to explore. So that's the first thing I suggest is can you be your own astrologer? Yes. And have guidance or a teacher that you know, like, and trust and respect their opinions and thoughts and try what they say and see if it resonates for you. So check out my monthly horoscope for this month. See if it resonates for your experience. And if not, then maybe try someone else or maybe check out some other things that I offer, see if that resonates uh, and just keep looking, keep trying things. And that's where you really become your own teacher if you see like, okay, this teacher says this, I tried it and it works or it doesn't work. So uh, for example, another key thing, the next sort of point that I wanna make here is knowing the major aspects of your chart. So uh, knowing if you're, for example, an Aries rising sign, you're more likely to be sort of headstrong ambitious driven focused goal oriented like athletic things but just the one sign the rising sign does not tell you everything about you because there could be so many other aspects that possibly debilitate the mars in your chart uh, possibly uh, there's some aspects that say that maybe the, maybe the opposite energies are much stronger in your chart and that one aspect is not enough to say that you're just an Aries rising. So that's one aspect to look at. So knowing your chart and that's where getting a reading helps a lot. Uh, and you can piece this together on your own, but it's so much easier with a reading. Uh, and that's what was really helpful for me early on of getting the reading of like realizing I had a different rising sign than my Western astrology and realizing many things were different and then trying it on and realizing that feels so much more resonant. So knowing your rising sign, your moon sign, your sun sign, and any major aspects. If there's several planets in one sign, then that sign, knowing what's going on there. For example, I did a reading recently. Somebody, uh, I basically did a little assessment based on her rising sign. She said it did not feel resonant for her. And I said, okay, well, let's look over here where you've got five planets in one sign. And let's see if this, these... The qualities of this sign are more resonant for you. And she said, absolutely, on the mark, 100%. Right, so those are the kind of things you wanna know in your own chart. And if you don't have your chart, you can get it at astrosage.com. I'm not affiliated with them. Uh, Cosmic Insights, uh, Parashar's Light is the more comprehensive app that you can use. So you just need to know your birth date, time, and place, and you can get your chart and see where the aspects are. So knowing those things, helps you know what to look for when the transits are happening. For example, if you're uh, Cancer rising right now, as I'm posting this, uh, that means you have Capricorn in your 7th house of relationships, where Saturn is right now. So there's a strong emphasis on building security and stability and structure in relationships, maybe getting real serious in relationships right now. Right, so that's an example of you know your rising sign, so then you know how the transits affect you. And that's the next major point I want to make is following the major transits and retrogrades. So when you know your chart, then you know what to look for, and you know how the transits and retrogrades and movements can all affect you. So for example, with Saturn and Capricorn right now, that's gonna affect a Cancer rising different than a Scorpio rising, right? So it's gonna be a different place in your chart based on the houses, which I covered in the series on the houses, which you can check out in the archives. But knowing the major transits in general, uh, I cover all those things in the monthly horoscopes. But then when you know your major aspects of your chart, you know exactly where it will affect you because you know where Capricorn is on your chart. Uh, and then you say, okay, Saturn's coming into my second house. I'm a Sagittarius rising, right, for example. So this is how you start to piece things together, and you know the retrograde's happening, right? Right now, Mercury's retrograde. So you look where Mercury's retrograde in your chart, and then you look at that area of your life, and then you want to address those aspects even more specifically than just, in general, reviewing and revising things. So that's sort of the the biggest keys uh, of, again, number one is having a teacher or guidance of some sort And again, my monthly horoscopes are a way to provide that for free, but you can get regular readings with a teacher that you resonate with. Check out different teachers, find the ones that resonate with you. Second thing is knowing the major aspects of your chart. So knowing if you're uh, Taurus rising, uh, Cancer moon, Scorpio sun, these sort of things. So knowing your rising moon and sun sign and then any major aspects or clusters of planets in your chart, you wanna know those things because those energies are gonna be real dominant for you. And if there's a debilitation, that's not canceled out. Like if you have Mercury debilitated, right? You're gonna have more communication issues than someone who isn't or maybe more difficulty expressing your communication And someone who doesn't have mercury debilitated right so knowing those things about yourself those key things that you usually learn in a reading uh, you'll definitely learn in a reading uh, but you may pick up if you try to piece things together yourself and then the third thing is following the major transits and retrogrades and this is a great way to sort of structure your choices and actions and knowing so for example again like the cancer rising is the strong emphasis on the seventh house of relationships right now uh, even though in the general mundane astrology, you know you wouldn't see that, but you only see that because you know, okay, I'm a Cancer rising, so this is happening in my seventh house, right? That sort of thing. So, and then the fourth thing, I'll add one more thing before we wrap up here is you could use an app uh, called Align27, and this is a helpful sort of this is one of the best apps that I've seen for astrology. I was really impressed with it. I used it a couple years ago or whenever it came out and I wasn't super impressed with it, but I checked it out again recently and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And again, this is not a sponsorship. I'm not affiliated with them at all. I was just actually impressed with this app and realized it's a great resource if you want to sort of be your own astrologer. So it'll give you mini readings that are very specific. And usually this is the issue with astrology apps is they just give you generalized things for one aspect of your chart. But this one addresses several aspects and it sees the aspects. So it looks at your heart a little more holistically, not to the extent that a, an astrologer would, but more so than any other app I've seen. Uh, I think there's a free version, there's a paid version. But Align 27 is a cool app you can get that will give you little mini readings and talk about transits and how they're specifically affecting you. So that's my quick overview of can you be your own astrologer? Yes, but you want some help and you don't want to just try to figure it all out as you go by yourself with no help. Right. And I hope these tips are helpful for you to kind of see what you can do to apply this stuff for yourself. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me, quietmind.yoga/astrologies, so where you can get my free guides, keep in touch with me. And I will be doing an astrology online training later in 2020. So if you're listening to this later, towards the fall of 2020, there will be something uh, coming out and working on right now that I'm really excited about. All right, so leave a review if you like this podcast, share it with a friend, and look forward to sharing more with you on the next episode of Quiet Mind Astrology